Hi there, this is Christina Bangi. And this is Frank Bangi. And welcome to our podcast, Love, Love Makes, Makes a Family. Family, Our Adventures in Adoption. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Love, Love Makes, Makes a, a Family. Family, Our Adventures in Adoption. If you like what you heard and you want to hear us ramble some more, we're dropping new episodes weekly. So like and subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the fun. So in the last episode, we talked about how to get ready for our baby with material possessions that we needed, like a crib, a stroller, and our Nerdum Nursery. Cool nerd stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in this episode, we're going to go a little bit deeper into how we prepare our hearts and bond with our child before they get here. Mm-hmm. So when a mom is pregnant, they have you know, nine months of bonding with their baby um, and just time to get prepared. We don't exactly, we've had more than that. So we're grateful for that. (laughs) We don't have that set time. Like you would see that a dad is like talking to the stomach, you know, to, to prepare their hearts and stuff, but we don't really have that. So there are other things that we do to prepare ourselves. Yeah. So, um, you know, and these are things we've all just kind of come up with on our own. Um, and I, I hope that there's other adoptive families listening someday that will get benefit from this because I really wanted to, you know, start bonding with our baby and just really preparing my heart so that if we are that couple that gets the call and our baby's born that same day, we're not like, what the heck just happened who is this little thing (laughs) i mean i i'm sure we'll probably feel like that either way natural it's natural (laughs) with any amount of preparation but um there's a few things that we've done do you want to share the first thing that's most important so uh what we feel is the most important thing that we do is every single day we are constantly praying for our baby. Um, we're praying that wherever they are or whatever life stage they're in, that the Lord is there, you know, loving on that baby, making sure that um, the baby feels loved and the baby is, you know, growing, um, you know, healthy and strong. And we're also we're also praying for the birth mother and the birth father, making sure that you know, their hearts are also being um, taken care of by the Lord. So we just feel like, you know, it prepares our hearts and then it also, um, you know, sends out a little bit of prayer to the baby that that is on the way. Um, We feel, you know, doing that, we feel more of a connection, you know, to when ultimately we receive the baby and we can be like, hey, We've been praying for you this whole time. So, you know, that that's one that's one of the ways that we do to prepare our hearts. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Um, not only to prepare our hearts for our baby, but also to really fall in love with our birth parents as well, because we are hoping and praying for an open adoption, which is, you know, where they're still able to come and see 
their child um, a few times a year and that, you know, we still be in the life of the child. Yeah. Be in, be in the loop. And we'll go into that um, further in another episode Ooh, because stay tuned for that one. <laughs> because it's a, it's a, you know, people have differing views about open adoption and we are just very excited and blessed about that opportunity. So it helps us to just, you know, love the birth mom and dad too and just you know be praying for them for sure yeah so stay tuned for that ladies and gentlemen (laughs) but one of the first times that i realized that i needed to start preparing my heart was when we were decorating the nursery and it started off very um just as a necessity, like we needed to have a space for this baby. Mm -hmm. But then it became almost like I felt like I was like nesting in a sense, like I have to have everything ready. And I was by myself just praying in the nursery. And I just started praying this really authentic prayer. And I don't even know if you can call it a prayer, but I was just talking to our baby. Mm. And I you know, I actually broke down in in tears and it it was this just this crying out. And I just said, you know, baby, I know that a lot of moms get to talk to their baby in their tummy, but I just would pray that God could carry my voice to wherever you are um, so that you know that you are loved and that we love you. And so um, it sounds a little strange, but it's just been my prayer. Um, And when I'm in the nursery, which isn't very frequently, sometimes I'll just, you know, say, hi, baby, we're thinking about you. We love you. Um, And I just have prayed that God would carry those words. (laughs) And yeah, that is, you know, that is to an extent it is nesting, you know, Mm -hmm. like that is the way for an adoptive parent to nest because we don't have that physical contact or assurance or, you know, that, you know, something's happening. So we're kind of stuck in this limbo period. Mm-hmm. And, but at the same time, we still have to prepare our hearts for a new baby. So that's one of the ways to do it. Yeah. And also um, just along those lines, it's just amazing because since I've known for so long that Um, I would probably end up adopting, you know, since I've found out about potential fertility problems so early on, I've always kind of had the same level of love. Like whether we have a biological baby or an adoptive baby, I feel like my love is the same and um, just even more so now growing for our adoptive baby. Um, but we also wanted to like give our family an opportunity to like start to love our, our baby as well. So Mm -hmm. when we sent out our support letters, we included this golden card where family members could write a note to our baby. And we've just gotten so many of those back that are so cute. And we've put them all in a book for him or her whenever they arrive. (laughs) Yeah, it's really cool. And from all of the notes that our family and friends have wrote to the baby, it kind of, when we read it, it makes us feel closer to our baby. You know, like uh, it's, a, it's a weird kind of, oh, it, it connects us more. It makes it feel like, you know, because 
Right now in the adoption process, when we say the baby, it can feel like a far off thing or something that's not real yet. But when we read notes specifically for our baby from our loved ones, it feels more like a real person that we're talking to, you know, the baby. Mm -hmm. So that was really cool. I that. I didn't realize how cool it would be until we started reading it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> a little tinge in my heart. Yeah. So thank you for everyone who um, wrote our baby a note. And if you haven't done so yet, you can always mail it to us. We have yeah. a little scrapbook where we keep them. <laughs> uh, get on that. Um, another thing that I did is um, I've, always been super crafty. I love scrapbooking and everything. And so there's a lot of journals for um, pregnant moms, either like devotionals or things like that. So I was super, super excited to find a devotional called um, Finding Joy in the Journey, I think it's called, but it's a it's a devotional just for adoptive moms written by 12 uh, adoptive moms. So that was really, really cool. And another thing is that when I was in the baby stores, like Bye Bye Baby or Target or wherever, there was like these baby memory books for, you know, pregnancy or even like starting to document their first year. But I couldn't really find one that applied to adoptive parents. Mm -hmm. And so I started making my own. So I have this scrapbook that I've started just... DIY. DIYing, um, which has actually been really fun. And it's been a bonding thing for me too. Um, just kind of writing down our story, our timeline when we started um, the adoption process and just writing down all of those little milestones mm-hmm. um, has been really just, it's just super fun. And I look forward to that. Um, so one thing I do for myself uh so, like we talked about earlier, I'm really into nerd things, so I'm a child, basically. <laughs> so, a lot of the things that I'm into is, like, comic books and Star Wars and stuff like that. So, I have been um, picturing, picturing myself, how am I going to impart my love of all of these nerd things to the baby, <laughs> to my kid. So that's that's like my mindset and everything I watch now. It's like, oh, how is this child friendly? Is this child friendly? Is there like a Spider-Man comic book that's geared towards uh, little ones? So, because he watches a lot of TV. Because I watch a lot of TV. We're, we're movie buffs. <laughs> we are. I'm a consumer of media. <laughs> but anyway, and so like, and then all the things that I used to love as a kid, all the Disney things, like I'm, I already know for a fact that I'm going to make the kid watch DuckTales. <laughs> uh, so, you know, like things like that, you know, because that's what I'm good at. So I'm always picturing things like that and like baby clothes, like little Captain America baby onesies and all these things. Whenever I'm walking in the store, I'm always looking for things like that now. Um, So, yeah, for me, anyway, that's another way that I can connect with the baby. Yeah, and I've just been super grateful for the support that we've received for our family and friends. At first, when we were... um, going to announce to our family and friends that we were adopting, I was a little bit nervous that there might just be some misconceptions of 
of adoption and I've just been like really blessed that we have not had any, any kind of pushback, any really negative experience. And yeah. everybody kind of sees us as expectant parents. Yeah, which that's is, really cool. Yeah, which is what we feel we are. Mm -hmm. So that's just been a blessing. Yeah. Um, Everybody has been super positive and that's helped us a lot. Yeah, lot definitely. You know, we've heard other stories about, you know, other people not being so accepting of of a couple's decision to adopt. But we've, you know, thank the Lord, we've not experienced that. If anything, man, we've gotten so much support from all of our friends and family. It's such a blessing. Yeah, way above and beyond, like, what I would have thought. So thank you. Yeah, like, even you listening to this podcast <laughs> right now, that's a blessing to us. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So thank you for tuning in and just listening to our rambling, especially as we start this just super fun journey of, of doing a podcast. It's a great creative outlet. And even this is a way of like bonding, mm -hmm. I feel like, and oh, yeah. just preparing our hearts. Yeah. And then, and then when the baby is old enough, we're going to sit them down and we're going to be like, <laughs> we made a podcast for you. You're going to listen to all the episodes and freak them out. <laughs> Just so kidding. <laughs> so anyway, that was a short but sweet one. Um, we just wanted to share about all the things we're doing in our hearts to prepare ourselves for our baby. And then, Christina? Yeah, and also, if you guys can prepare your hearts and just keep praying for our baby. Um, right now, the wait for our baby um, is about two years average wait and that is because of all of the delays with um coronavirus yeah. pandemic like the social workers weren't able to like have much of a presence in the hospitals and that's kind of led to delays so um at first we thought that our wait was going to be about a year and um I think in 20, either in 2019 or 2020, the average wait time at our agency um, was nine months, but now it's like looking to be closer to two Jeez. years. Um, and I'm grateful for that, that time that I just get to spend with, with Frank, Woohoo! Woo but also if you could just be praying for our baby during um, this time, yeah. that they're healthy and that um, we would receive our child in God's perfect timing. Because right, Chewie really wants to meet the baby. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> he's chomping at the bit. <laughs> but, yeah, thank you so much for listening. We hope you liked this episode, and we will see you next time.